Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast. I am Pastor, episode 41, I am Pastor Ron Weaver, your host. I count it an honor and privilege to be here to preach to you, I mean to teach you the word of God on this podcast that he's put on my heart. And today's podcast we're going to be talking about, after we share our opening song, we're going to be talking about studies, Bible studies on parables what we're going to Bible studies on parables and then I'm going to share a couple of thoughts that were there then we're going to do our prayer request segment and then our closing remarks and then I'm going to be adding myself to the prayer list today but I'll explain a little bit later but right now we're going to go into our opening song and it's called Let It Rain by Michael W. Smith Let the distant shores rejoice. Clouds 
And I'm not talking about the rain that is coming down today. I'm talking about his rain of blessing, his rain over us. And I'm talking about a certain type of rain also, but a spiritual rain. If you need a spiritual blessing today, ask God for it. Open up the floodgates for that spiritual blessing. If you need a spiritual financial blessing today, ask God to open up that spiritual financial blessing. If you need a spiritual rain of defeat of your enemies, <coughs> let God <coughs> ask God to open up the floodgates of heaven. And as we heard from the reader that was in that song, that God is in control of everything that goes on this earth. And he can open up the spiritual blessings for you in a lot of ways. All right, now we're going to get into our Bible study, so let's pray. 
Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to take a call of heaven's altar and anoint these lips of clay. Let every word that we say be what you want and not what we want. Lord, let this Bible study be about you and not about me. Let it be about you and not about the ones listening. Let it teach us what you want us to do. We ask you in Jesus' name. Amen. If you got your Bibles with you, I want you to open them up. If you got your Bibles with you. <clears throat> we're not going to use the Bibles today. That's right. And the reason we're not going to use the Bibles is because there's a scripture about parables, but it really don't tell us. Well, go to Proverbs chapter 1. God just put that on my mind. Proverbs chapter 1. And as you know, Proverbs chapter 1 is a book of parables. Alright? And we're going to go to Proverbs. And we're going to let chapter 1 tell us what what parables are doing okay what the book of Proverbs is about the book of Proverbs is a book in the third section of the Hebrew Bible and the book of the Christian Old Testament which translate into Greek and Latin titles that took on different forms in the Greek it became titles okay now the book of Proverbs main message theme is largely is concerned with the inevitability of God's justice and importance of prudence and moderate Solomon's Proverbs maintain the wicked deeds will invariably lead to divine retribution and punishment during a person's earthly lifetime. Alright? That's what the book of Proverbs means. That's the price. But I want to go to Proverbs chapter 1 and we're going to read some of it. It says, The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction to perceive the words of understanding. To receive the instruction of wisdom justly and judgment of equity. To give suitably to the simple, to the young men, knowledge and dissertation. A wise man would hear and will increase learning. And a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel. To understand Proverbs and the interpretations of the words of the wise and their dark sayings. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but the fool despise wisdom and instruction. So, parables are very used widely in the Bible. In the Old Testament, it was used by Solomon. God had God use Solomon to write the book of Solomon. And they are a book of Proverbs. And as we read, they were to teach us how to live for God and not live wrong for God. And Jesus in the New Testament used parables to make his story, 
of how God wants us to live for him too okay so that's what pro pro Proverbs are okay parables are excuse me now I'm going to read to you what J.B. Phillips has wrote to us today about parables. Alright? And then I'll give my take on it. And I'm sorry if I seem a little off today. I'm not I'm not feeling very well. And I'm going to explain that at the before we at during prayer time before we end the podcast today. It says a good story will often hold attention as point a useful lesson. If you can sense attention, if you can sense the attention of young people relaxing the moment you begin to say, now the meaning of that story for us is, be sure that your story is true. If possible, check the sources a lot of harm may result in a boy or girl subsequently discovering that the story told as true was really fiction. There is, of course, no harm in telling the fictional story as long as we we preface it with some remarks as, now the story is not true. A good modern parable is useful for the same reason that a parable were useful in the days when Christ used them. You may have wondered why he did so. The reason is that anybody old or young will listen to a story and while their interest is held, their defense, so to speak, are unguarded, so that the lessons of the parable can get into the heart of the hearer. That is why we must beware of the pointing of morals, for the once the defense goes up against, you will never find Jesus Christ at, after a most telling. You will never find Jesus Christ after a most telling parable. That the prodigal son, for instance, says, Now the morals of the story is, He that he lets the truth do his own work. And if you do hear vacuuming in the background, they were not into a, a soundproof room. The housekeepers here, where we, uh, where we operate and live, are doing their jobs. And so you may hear from background noise from time to time. But getting back into... The parables here what does it mean well if we use parables while preaching or teaching your kids at home or preaching or teaching um, here at the churches or preaching or teaching on podcasts the first thing that we got to do we got to make sure the sources of the story are true and if we don't really know, we need to let that know in the beginning. Because kids, especially young girls and boys, look up to people and they take everything that is true. Recently, I just watched an episode of uh, Andy Griffith's show. And... Opie came in and was getting all these gifts from this guy and he described this guy as a guy that walked on trees and he had five extra hands 
there was his extra hands, and he wore a silver hat. Well, they kind of thought he was lying and everything, and he was telling the truth. And the guy, he helped the guy by getting berries for him to eat for lunch. He was hungry, and I guess the guy didn't have his lunch with him. Long story short, they they were very worried about Opie, and they almost came to a point to punishing him. And he looked at his dad, and he wanted him to tell that it was a lie. And he went to go do it, but then he looked at his dad. It's not a lie, I'm telling you the truth. Well, his dad, the, the other option was he was going to get a spanking. Well, his dad decided to go down, not to spank him. He decided to trust his son. And then he went out to the woods where the guy was talking, and he sat down near a tree, the sheriff did, Excuse me for laughing, but it's kind of a, a funny story. He sat down at the tree, and he said, Mr. McPhoebe. And the guy goes, yeah, can I help you? And he climbs down the tree, and everything that Opie said was true. He walked in trees because he was a linesman to put telephone wires up. And then he jingled because of his extra hands, because it was his tools that helped him do what he needed to do to fix the phone lines. And he wore a metal cap because that was part of his uniform as a telephone line worker. Well, then he goes back to the office and he tells Barney to come over for dinner because they're having company. And it was Mr. McPhoebe. So he thought Andy lost his mind. But then Mr. McPhoebe showed up, straightened everything out. But see, kids take everything general. Now, yes... It's true that those tools that Mr. McPhoebe, and this is the reason why I tell you story, is true. But he told Opie, you gotta watch what you say. He told Opie, these are my extra hands. Now, did Opie really mean that there were his extra hands? No, but when he explained to his dad and Barney, he said that. Because he used the terminology. See the point how we got to make sure what we say lines up to what we want because we don't need kids being thrown off the track of God or getting themselves in trouble like Opie did. Well, it turned out that, yes, those tools were extra hands because they're just tools of his trade. Just like a cop has, or a sheriff has a gun and a badge. You know, we all have tools. Well, as ministers, as teachers, or as parents, or as grandparents, when we're trying to teach our kids what we need to teach them or teach other people in the congregation we got to make sure we research the story if it's true we find out if it's not true we need to say it's not true but that way they know it's a story to open up to what we're trying to get them to think but there's nothing wrong with parables because it gives you a guide it gives you a way to look at people's lives to look at imagine what people are saying to you now if you look at Opie's answer of Mr. McPhoebe he looked like some kind of monster from from Never Neverland or from Ar Narnia you know he had a silver hat he had j jingling hands that hang around his thing he had extra hands and see what I'm saying the point is we gotta be you know you gotta be careful and it was true. And what Opie really should have started out with, well, I met this Mr. Big Phoebe at the phone truck and, you know, and everything wouldn't have been as messed up as it got, okay? So 
parables and stories, true stories and non-fiction stories are stories that are, could be are good and useful, okay? But, but they also can cause problems and confusion. So basically, we gotta make sure we tell what it is and what it is right, okay? And basically, that's the Bible story for the, that's the Bible study for the day, that, you know, how to use, you know, he was trying to teach us how we got to use it and how we got to be careful using parables. It's okay to use parables, but we got to be careful how we use them so we don't cause problems or get, be dubbed as a liar, okay? Well, that was the last um, podcast for this week, next Monday, which... Let's see, today is the 18th, 22nd I believe, would be by day, unless I got the wrong day, we're going to be talking about by day, of what J.B. Phillips is going to be talking about next, but before we go to our prayer request, we're going to talk about me. Now, in the last two weeks, I've been, well, last week really, I've been experiencing blood um, pressure problems. Um, I did do some moving that I shouldn't have been moving when we were moving the office in our home. But I didn't really have a lot of help. So I had to do what I had to do. But I haven't been right physically since. Um, my blood pressure at times are low and sometimes they're high. But they're more low than they're high. Sometimes they're too low to take the medicine I need for my heart digestive failure to keep my heart pumping the way it's supposed to be. And this, before we went on the air today, I had another little hiccup that came in with that, with saying that I had my pulse was low, and I guess it was too low to read. So in the saying my heart was in distress. But I took my blood pressure three times before I went on the air and one time it was low the next time it got under a hundred and then I took it just before we went on the air and I decided to keep a record just in case I have to go to the hospital today I'm hoping that we're not that's why I'm putting myself on the prayer request um, my blood pressure went up to normal range but it still said low pause so and as we sit in here right now I do feel a little lightheaded so I don't know exactly what's going on uh, but we're going to pray for me today too I'm going to put myself on the list until things get straightened out sounds like I'm going to have to get to the doctor and uh, maybe emergency run up to Port Huron to see him look at me maybe it's something with the medication or I don't know, or maybe it's the devil just coming against me because he don't like it that the podcasts are back on, but you got to go and take care of yourself. Now, but the rest of the thing, my dad is going to continue to pray for his um, aneurysm on his heart. Things are better there, but we're going to still pray for it for my mom's hiatal surgery recovery and her back. Uh, my cousin Margaret for the loss of her mother and her leg for Lloyd and his cancer and honey did we get an answer from Lloyd yet? We didn't get an answer yet 
my wife acts as my secretary for that role. Uh, my friend, my friend Sean, he's like a brother from another mother to me. Um, he is a brother to me. I consider him one of my real brothers. He and son spoken, and his mom's um, Robin with her hip recovery. She's having some trouble walking with the cane, I guess. And then my brother-in-law Paul, which could be stress-related, what's going on with my heart and my blood pressure. And us, things are not going very well. And um, we got some more puzzling news yesterday. But we need to pray for that. And then for my brother, and then for my friend Paul in Georgia, we need to pray for his uh, back. It's not the same Paul. And his daughter, not to get sick all the time, going to school. She's been getting sick a lot, but she's not Corona's. But she's not getting sick as much since we've been praying for her and pray that she don't get Corona's. And then for my cousin Sharon, she broke her tailbone. We need to keep praying, cracked her tailbone, we need to keep praying for her. And then recovery for my aunt. In fact, I think my aunt was going to the doctor today to get checked out for that. She's recovering, but two weeks, two months ago, she fell and she couldn't walk. And she did something to her body. So we need to pray for her. And then for my cousin, Dennis Joe. He's got coronavirus, so we need to pray for him. And then for my Uncle Joe's mother, um, they're saying the words that she's got coronavirus, but she's in uh, quarantine. She's in a nursing home or an old folks living home now. And uh, so we need to pray for her. And for my cousin Lori with her blood pressure, not her blood pressure, but her, she's got a swelled leg, so we need to find out that thing there. And then for my grandma, for her eyes, ears, and legs to work better to help her get around being 93 years old so let's pray dear heavenly father we ask you right now to come down and take care of all these needs i ask you to be with my dad lord continue to touch this aorta and this aneurysm lord and let let, let it not grow lord we ask you to be with my mom and this back lord we just ask you to continue to let them figure out what's wrong where she don't have to have surgery we ask you for the recovery of her high hernia surgery let everything go well there i ask you to be with my cousin margaret and i ask you to help her with the loss of her mother lord and we ask you to be with her leg because she's trying to clean her mother's stuff out and pack things up of her mother's out of the house lord and she needs help with that because of her leg we ask you to be with Lloyd and his cancer. We just ask you to continue to let things go good and well and let him get back to us soon. We ask you to be with my brother Sean. He's like a brother to me. We ask you to be with his unspoken Lord. We ask you to be with Robin, his mother, Lord, the other mother from another mother. We ask you to be with her hip recovery and let everything go good with her walking with this cane. And we ask you to be with the unspoken that going on in my life right now with the ministry of uh, things you're putting on my heart we just ask you to help us uh, do what we need to do Lord and how to get these things started that you're birthing in me as you be with my cousin Sharon and her and her uh, cracked tailbone we just ask you continue to touch and heal her as you be with my aunt continue to let the doctor give her a good report and continue to heal her from her fall. As you be with my grandma, Lord, with her eyes and her ears and her legs, let them get better so she can see a little better, so she can hear a little better. 
and so she can walk a little better, Lord, and be more part of the family, Lord. And Lord, I ask you to be with Lori, my cousin, and that swell leg of hers. I ask you to touch and take care of it. I ask you to be with my cousin, Dennis Joe. He has coronavirus. We thank you, Lord, for the reports that he is getting better. He's got his taste and smell back, Lord. And he's taking that shot every day, whatever it is. I'm not sure what it is, but Lord, you do. And we just ask you to let everything come out of it, okay? I ask you to be um, with my Uncle Joe's mother and this coronavirus issue or she got it or not but she is in quarantine let everything go the way you want there and i ask you to be with me and my blood pressure lord and i don't know what's going on but you are the great position lord i just ask you to, that's a great position and the great architect that designed this body go into my body right now and fix what the high pressure problem issue is lord and take care of it we ask you all this in jesus name amen and amen Whew, that was a lot to say. But I praise the Lord for that. And uh, closing remarks, what did we learn today? We learned that parables are good to use, but we got to make sure we're telling the truth. And we know that they're not truths. So let the kids know that. But we, but be careful how you use parables so they become legitimate when people are using it. and Because they do help people. All right? And keep praying for these needs, especially me, please, today, for my blood pressure and uh, let everything go good. I am starting to feel a little bit better at this time. Um, we'll see what happens. But on that note, I'm planning on being at the Bible study tonight. If it don't get canceled, I don't know. Uh, if you want to listen to that tonight, join us on Facebook Live. Uh, go to God's Internet Church on your Facebook. You'll look up God's Internet Church. You'll see it, and it'll be posted. But the time is at 7 o'clock for me to do that tonight. We'll, but it's kind of on um, maybe right now. Get to, uh, see what my blood pressure is going to act like. Um, but until that note, uh, I'm planning on... Doing it tonight, I am planning on doing it, but but maybe by and then do my broadcast, uh, do our service for Sunday morning. I mean Sunday night at seven o'clock of God's Internet Church. Same thing. Go to God's Internet Church and go to Facebook and type it in. You'll get the service there. Um, if you want to become live with the service, go to Facebook. Look up Ronald Weaver. And it's got me behind a pulpit. I'm white. Not saying that's anything to do with anything. Just to help you find me. And I accept you as I will accept you as a friend if you want to watch the pro, you know, the live broadcast when I go live. On that note, I like to say God bless you. See you Monday from us point of view from the podcast on our next subject of God's Internet Church. Chapter 42, I mean number 42. Like to say, God bless you, love one another, help one another, be kind to one another, and lift each other up even in these days. And God bless you. I'm your host, Pastor Ron Weaver, saying see you next time for God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 42, and God bless you. <laughs>